hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Disney Adult. Um, if you are coming back from the last episode, I'm glad that it was entertaining enough that you would watch one more. If this is the first one you were stumbling on, welcome. Disney Adult is a podcast where uh, comedians, mostly from the Chicago area, will um, watch, review, react, roast to Disney movies from our childhood as full adults. Um, I'm your host, Devin Henderson. I am a Chicago-based improviser, sketch, comedian, writer, actor, who started this podcast because I love Disney, and it's essentially what I have done, um, what I have watched all quarantine, you know, to get me through the pandemic. I hope you are enjoying your summer. Um, it is, we're in the smack dab middle of summer. I hope you are, if you are vaccinated, you're taking full advantage of your new, um, your new immunity and enjoying what, what freedoms we now have. Um, it's been really bizarre. It's been so bizarre to go from truly being one of the individuals who was watching all of these movies because they were shut into their house, really behaving and, and adhering to all the rules and being super cautious and really looking out for everybody by, you know, trying to do my part and stay indoors to now that I'm vaccinated, I could care less. I know that is not the correct mentality to have. I should still have some of that caution and some of that trepidation, but, um, it's quickly, it's funny how quickly your perspective changes. Now I'm in the mindset of, you know, I've got my vaccine, whatever happens to anybody else is their business, which is not correct. And I am, I am aware of that. I'm not, I'm not out here, you know, coughing on strangers or, you know, going maskless into the CTA or anything, but I am enjoying the summer and I am enjoying, um, being able to be outside a little bit more. However, if you are inside or if you are, um, hopefully listening to this on a run or at the beach as you lay out or do whatever, um, this is Disney adult. We, I bring my friends together to talk about some movies as we rewatch them as adults. This is our second episode. So we'll be talking about beauty and the beast. Um, if you listen to the first episode, you will know that the second episode is actually recorded before the first episode, because when we originally recorded the first episode, I fucked up the audio and it was unusable. So um, I have my good friends, Garrett Kelly and Adriana Trojkowski, uh, both Chicago comedians, actors, improvisers, and writers. Um, they also happen to be a couple. And, um, well, during the recording of this episode, God only knows what can happen. Um, I'm just kidding. But we were... Uh, sitting in my apartment, we were able to watch this together, have it on in the background, and really, really enjoy it. It was one of Age's favorite movies growing up. It was um, a movie that was a big deal to most of my peer group when we were growing up. So we really got the chance to sit down and enjoy it and um, pick it apart for what worked and what didn't work and, and have a couple of laughs. So without further ado, let me send it right on over to us in the past as we watched and reacted to Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for being here. We are today. We're talking about uh, Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. um, I am here with my good friends. Agent Garrett. 
Um, well, first of all, uh, what you you've rewatched the movie, correct? Correct. No. Okay. Uh, you were allowed to not rewatch the movie because you had memorized this as a child, yes. so you know every. And yeah. we are, and we do have for anybody listening, we have the movie on silent as we go through this. Yes, it's better um, that way. It's better that way. Also, I do believe if I know my best friend age that she will be distracted by the movie and will point out things <laughs> that nobody else can see. And it is literally taking everything in me to not just say the, all the lines out loud right now as we're Do watching we have to this turn it off? No, 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 no. No, no, I'm really enjoying this. Okay, good, good, good. Uh, so you loved it as a kid, correct? This was my movie. This was like, Belle was like my idol. Okay. I, I wanted to be her. Do you remember what it was about her that, why you liked her, or was it just that you liked her? She's hot. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know, because she wore a ponytail. I, I only wear ponytails. Okay. And um, You look like her. I think so. Do people say that <laughs> you look like her? No, my sister, no, I just say that. My sister, we, uh, my movies growing up were first, Annie. I watched Annie every day for a year. Yeah. And then when that got boring after a year, yeah. I switched to Grease. And my sister yeah. also watched Grease with me. Um, and she would she went through a phase and... I'm, I'm putting her business out there. She did go through a phase where she required everybody to call her Sandra D. <laughs> <laughs> and she's really embarrassed by it now, but it was really cute when she was a kid. That's fun, not embarrassing. I don't think I ever told anyone to call me Belle, but I should have. You could Now I'm embarrassed that I didn't. Did you watch this movie as a kid, Garrett? I did watch this movie, and I loved it. This was not my Disney movie. I'm that though. guy with the belly. Okay, enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What was your Disney movie then? Um, I loved a goofy movie. It was my number one. Oh, I, well, it's kind late. of, it's I a mean, little too late. What's yours? Right. Um, my, I, it was whatever one was out, I guess at the time, but oh, Hercules, I, it, it, Hercules and, and, um, Lion King. Hunchback were oh, huge, huge. Deals I also me. feel like Lion I've King was so huge in our house. Never seen Hunchback of Notre Dame. Really? It's very, it's dark and disturbing, but we're not here to talk about that. <laughs> um, we're here episode. To, yeah, we're here to talk about, um, this oh so when i rewatched this and i'll just close this on the mm-hmm. podcast i did rewatch this a little high sure not a lot high that's mostly how you watch things and one it is how i watch things and two if you if you partake a disney movie high is a wonderful experience yeah yeah also this one this is such in in everyone's canon in the zeitgeist like Everyone knows this movie. It's so perfect. It's so good. I believe, and I'm, I am i don't have the fact up here, but I think I do know this off the top of my head. This was the first animated movie to ever be nominated for Best uh, Picture Best Picture at Is the Oscars. Is that true? You know what yeah. it fucking lost to? Wow. What? what? It, a Silence of the Lambs. In Silence of the Lambs. Oh, Sweat. Okay. Oh, Sweat. Oh, upset. Hey. Upset. Silence won Best Did they let the kids vote? <laughs> Did they right? let the kids vote? I didn't right? get a ballot. Kids Choice Awards, I'm sure, pretty sure it's a different story. <laughs> pretty sure it's uh, a different story. <laughs> no, I think, that, honestly, to this day, I think this is a better movie than Silence it's of the Lambs. Fantastic. It's so good. As an adult, as a kid, I think it's a yeah. better It film. is. I will say, rewatching these movies, this is the second one that I've rewatched, like, with the intention of really paying attention, not just putting it on for nostalgia reasons. Yeah. And it is very good. Mm-hmm. The animation is good. Mm-hmm. The story is good. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the plot a little bit. Um, I'm going to do our favorite, uh, our favorite, uh, ritual on the podcast, which is just read it straight from Wikipedia. Yep. Um, and also if you've listened to the podcast twice now, cause this is only the second episode. I haven't listened to a single episode. Uh, as, and thank you for being honest. <laughs> That's very brave of you. I support you. you in everything you do. I just Except not going to listen to it. in no way, shape, <laughs> yeah, or form. No, no. <laughs> I support you without ever having to change <laughs> no, what no, I'm no, going to no. do anyway. No, no, what no. does the word support mean? <laughs> 
I have that for you. I'm just not going to participate. Oh, one. Thank yeah. you so much. Um, and which this part I don't blame you because I do have a fifth grade reading level, and this is where I sight read from Wikipedia. Okay. So. Do you want me to read it? No, 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 oh, no. Okay. No, no. For continuity. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Because um, I assume you read them in the other episode. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be here to read the And also, you don't support me. So I support <laughs> you. <laughs> it wouldn't make no sense. Um, okay. An enchantress disguise. Uh, oh my God, I fucked up on the okay, third word. No, no, no. Please don't. No, 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 I'll never learn. I will one. never learn if I don't do it enchantress, myself. Wait, am I saying that? Enchantress? See, enchantress. it's not as easy as it you thought really it was. Hard. It, it, you it is know really hard. Word. I you just so got much. surprised by it. Uh, an enchantress disguised as a beggar woman offers a rose to a cruel and selfish prince mm-hmm. in exchange for shelter from a storm. Mm-hmm. When he refuses, she reveals her identity and, for the prince's arrogance, she transforms him into a horrendous beast and his, and his servants into household objects. She casts a spell on the rose and warns the prince that if the spell the spell will only be broken if he learns to love another and be loved in return before the last petal falls, or he will remain a beast forever. Okay. She had this planned. Not only did she have this planned, she showed up at someone's house, lied to them, yeah, and then when they were like less than enthused by less it, less than perfect, she did. She ruined their life for forever. their entire. <laughs> And not just theirs, right. everybody around them. Everybody, yeah. The working class around. So, like. so, audience, I beg to ask, who is the evil one in this series? Well, we'll get to that. But it, yeah. everyone, all, the only child there is Chip, right? You e- will be surprised. <laughs> There's more there is a Chip? moment. There is a moment in this movie where, and I only recognize this as an adult, where she's tucking Chip away in a cabinet that's full of other, other oh, that's cups right. that are just the size of him. And I'm like, do they not come out of the cover? Are they not allowed? Like, <laughs> She's embarrassed. But you're right. I mean, for the sake of the story. For the sake of the story, some of the people who work in the castle probably live in a nearby town or something like that. Never to see their families again. Cool. Yeah. They're a broom now. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the wardrobe. They're one of the knives in the kitchen. Also, like... Talk about hating your fucking boss. Are you kidding? You're an asshole, and now we all got to work forever as household objects. I got to be. Which they don't have to work. No. That's not in the curse. No. Like, <sighs> um, when this movie opens, first of all, it opens on like a stained glass window. Yeah. Um, situation. It looks like nothing. Like it does not look like the rest of the movie at all. And it is gorgeous. It's beautiful and also really creepy. The I always, I was always as a child creeped out by that part. Yeah. But I powered through. Um, then 10 years later, which <laughs> I did not know 10 years passed. I only know that because... Oh, 10 years from when w- the movie starts? From when he gets turned into a beast. Right. I did not know that either. Um, but the Wikipedia says that, so it can't I be wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 10 years later, in a nearby village, Belle, the book-loving daughter of an eccentric inventor named Maurice, Maurice? dreams Maurice. of adventure. Yep. She frequently tries avoiding Gaston, a narcissistic hunter who wants to marry her Why because Wikipedia? of Why Wikipedia? You can't put that diagnosis out there. Okay, we can't we be don't pathologizing know that. <laughs> the entire we can. The entire town is in love but with him, too. But he is a I mean, let's, I Okay, let's start with... Let's start with this first scene because it opens with her running through the town in an iconic scene where yeah. every townsperson is singing to her. The most amazing song. What a bunch of gossipy old white people. Right. What? That we're shitting on the townspeople? 
The townspeople were being shit on her throughout this entire song. That's true. She's like begging to get away from these people. Idyllic, beautiful. I relate. <laughs> I, I relate. I come from a small I, town. I, literally I get it. <laughs> I literally wrote down in my notes. I'm like, I would leave this town. <laughs> oh. She's walking down the street reading a book, and they're all like, who does she think she is reading? And I'm like, that is so on brand for a small town. Yeah, but true. she's yelling at the top of her lungs, I got to get out of this fucking town. All the people are, no, they know her and they're watching her and they're singing and they're just gossiping about her. The bookstore owner is very nice. The bookstore owner is very nice. She does go into a nice bookstore and she loves to read. So she like mm-hmm. swings through the bookstore grabbing oh, books. Oh, when she's on that ladder, that was a dream. That it's was a dream. dream. And then right at the apex of the song, we're introduced to Gaston. What were, What are our first thoughts of Gaston? Hilarious. I love Gaston. I stand Gaston. I will defend him to my death. Okay, don't go that far. But I, I'm going to go further. I'd fuck the hell out of Gaston. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I don't like his long hair. I could look you past do? it. His oh, he's, okay. He's, I mean, gorgeous. His look is not for me. His personality is everything. <laughs> this is later, but he breaks, <laughs> he, he breaks a, a, a belt with his neck. Yeah, he that, drinks eggs. That's like six fetishes in one. That's honestly, amazing. and it's and it is working. What did he it say? It is working. I am, and then they introduce LeFou. I'm oh. LeFou. <laughs> yeah. I am LeFou. Here's I am literally f- a chubby gay guy chasing around a straight jock, <laughs> begging for attention. I'm Maurice. Here's the funny fucking thing. We're I'm 100% already. Maurice. We've already been like, this is a French town. We're all French here. The only two fucking people with French accents is Lumiere. And the duster. <laughs> Everyone else has either very strong American or British. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, true. Well, that's, that's my biggest problem. Because if, you, if you're really listening to the original song, you, see Ga- you hear Gaston going, Pardon! Pardon, <laughs> 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 merci! Somebody, like, I had a French minor of sorts, studied abroad in Paris, okay. and that, this is somebody who just learned that word. Like, Yesterday, it is literally from l- Iowa. <laughs> learned it so that they could talk to the staff when they go out to eat on their <laughs> vacation. Literally, pardon, ma- pardon, we, we. <laughs> pardon, and he's trying to get through the crowd. That's what I'm saying. He's so he's so funny. It, my favorite so far, and then also, I was really, I really fell for the triplets. That follow Gaston. Oh, they yeah. are triplets. They're I not just yeah. they're triplets. I don't to look me. exactly the same with different No, they don't. They have dresses. different hairdos. Yeah. No. Oh, I thought yeah. those guys yeah. were so funny when they played that song. Funny. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is just gonna be me telling you what I thought was so funny as a kid. <laughs> or what you think was so funny as it crosses your eyes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Without much description. <laughs> God forbid a fly comes into this room. <laughs> the entire <laughs> podcast will change. So look um, at him. He's as big as the house. He is, okay, so for anybody who's... Oh, that's Gaston. If this makes it into the podcast, Gaston is this... <laughs> Gaston at one point, like, saunters into Belle's house unannounced. Yeah. And just is going to convince her into marrying him. Can I just ask, why don't men dress well, like that no, anymore? No, 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 no. He's not just convincing her to marry him. He set up a wedding, and then he says... Yeah. I just have to do this one last little thing. (laughs) (laughs) And can I just say this is very, this is very, this is the problem 
Belle is trying to be so nice and courteously and politely just and be like, no, when really she should just be saying, get the fuck out of my house. No, she does a good move here. Well, it's like the what? The 1800s in France? No, yeah, and this that. is the biggest, strongest that. human that's ever existed. Well, this is a, this is she, a scary situation. Bye. And then she, she is throws scary. his boots. The scene that we just watched that I'm sure you all also enjoyed um <laughs> the scene where he is pushing her against a wall yeah. is truly like it is when you watch these movies it truly is like wow how much things have changed in such a sh- mm-hmm. short amount of time I don't know if it's that short it happened in my lifetime so it feels short mm-hmm. but like in the little mermaid the little Ariel is 16 and she gets married well yeah <laughs> this is what's yeah. so revolutionary and amazing about this film because it it comments on other Disney films like Ariel never fucking talked to Eric. She just saw him. She would love a Gaston in her life. Oh, like absolutely. She her gives dad up is her. Sp- she gives up her species, her kingdom, everyone around her mm-hmm. for a guy she never met. And Belle, yeah. who, who's she reads, she's you know not born into wealth. <laughs> she's, she reads. She reads. Well, yeah, she's she's smart. <laughs> she runs. She's, she's smart. She's oh, not born into wealth. She's super progressive. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Sorry. I'm just getting really excited because my favorite one, my favorite scene is coming up. She, she's like running out into the field. She's, what are these called? Dandelions. She's about to blow them out with a wish. It's so magical. It's so beautiful. And you know that something is about to happen in Something's about to happen. It's Speaking of, let's talk about what's about to happen oh, okay. uh, on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, so on his way to a fair to showcase his latest invention, an automatic wood chipper. Maurice gets lost in the which forest. Which we use every day now. Which we, thank God he invented it. Thank I can't God. go anywhere without my wood Same. <laughs> How would you get through the forest? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, he seeks refuge. Oh, so he goes out into the woods, and then he is, which by the way, the forest in this movie is truly horrifying. It's scary. As yeah. an adult, I was afraid. Well, I haven't Philippe been to a is lot the of smartest forest. character in this entire thing. The, the horse, horse is always the smartest character. He char- knows. Yeah. But it was horrifying. When he was, like... Philippe is taking him through the forest, and there's these fucking wolves that are chasing him. It was, I was scared. And then he falls, he like finds the beast's castle. He goes inside. He is like greeted by talking, um, talking furniture. And, oh. mm-hmm. and then um, uh, essentially the beast imprisons him for trespassing. Right. And this yeah. is our first introduction to the beast. Like, yeah, for trespassing, but also because he has a lot of internal problems and he's taking it out on Maurice. Look how tall those doors are. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. When the beast is introduced, what are your thoughts? Scared. He's big, he's strong, he's fast. Furry. He's Whenever emotional. He's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, here's No, no I'll yeah. only say with, my cur- with the curse. <laughs> And spoiler, you sound, like so, you sound like somebody who's about to defend their best friend's abusive boyfriend. <laughs> You're like, no. well, oh, he's got he a good job. You don't know what a, he went this through. This is a problem that I have. This is a problem that I have. Well, I'll just be like, yeah, but you know, later on, you know. <laughs> so I'm just kind of thinking about like, I said that kind of thing. Well, well, I'm not saying that he's he's all the way awful, but I'm saying that he needed to learn this lesson. Yeah. Now, is this lesson a little harsh? Yeah. Why don't we wear things like that anymore? Cloaks. Cloaks. You have to be descriptive. Sorry. (laughs) Why don't we wear cloaks anymore? It's perfect for like two of the four seasons in Chicago. 
Like, it's really nice for Basketball in <laughs> cups. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, essentially, then, the scene we're watching right now, or the scene that's playing right now, is essentially when Belle finds out that her father is missing, he hasn't come home, Philippe comes home and um, takes, essentially takes her to the castle. Yeah. She exchanges her life for her father's. She does a, a Hunger Games. She yeah. volunteers as tribute. <laughs> volunteers as tribute. I, when I rewatched this as an adult, I was like, this is why people love Belle. Belle is like a hero. Mm-hmm. She's a full-on hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd have a lot more to say, but I'm just kind of watching this very intense Okay, scene. do we need to pause? Not at all. <laughs> of her negotiating her father's release of, by saying that she'll stay. Wow. Which I also don't believe. When like Beast steps into the light and she gets thrown... Like, how did she not see him at all? She doesn't even scream. Yeah. Right. I would well, she knows fully, what that would do. I would fully shit my cloak. She knows. <laughs> Diarrhea blast on the back of my cloak, my cloak and drag it th- and drag it through <laughs> the stone castle. The beauty of a cloak, though, you could just... Where's the new girl? Oh, Follow the shit trail to her bedroom. Maurice. Yeah, Maurice gets a raw deal. Okay, we really are going to have to pause no, this. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. I find this very helpful because this thing... Always was like, what oh, the yeah. hell so, is this? So, whenever she does exchange her life for uh, Maurice, he puts them in like a spider a a car. Spider car. Yeah. A furnace. Is it a furnace? The furnace. Why does it walk? And why is it outside? Oh, because every, it's all of the castle. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But why is the furnace outside? Right. Right. Or maybe it's it's not a carriage. I thought it was a carriage, but I could be wrong. Maybe it's an outhouse. No. (laughs) That would fucking suck. If you got turned into an outhouse because your boss was an asshole. Oh, God. (laughs) But then B still has to use it. And also nobody can leave. So so Belle exchanges herself for her father, Maurice, and then is... um, Starts befriending the castle servants. Lumiere as the candelabra. How do we feel about Lumiere? Love, Love Lumiere. Crowd favorite. Love Loved that. Lumiere as a kid. Uh, Cogsworth is, as an adult, you really side with Cogsworth. You, I was going to say, you are very much a Cogsworth. You're Cogsworth. <laughs> you are a Cogsworth. Yeah. You are a Lumiere. Thank you. And I'm the feather duster. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. Yes. You are. Um, Who's Andy? Andy is Devin's uh, husband. Andy, my husband. Mrs. Honestly, Andy is Mrs. No. Andy is Mrs. Potts. I think Andy is Cogsworth. Uh, Andy is probably more Cogsworth than you yeah. are. Yes. Um, when we watched it, when I had this on, Andy was like, "I am such a Cogsworth." Yeah. Uh, oh, through and through. Lastly, H is not Lumiere. I'm Maurice. You are LeFou. Thank you. I'm the yeah. furnace. Be real. Honestly, you're probably the wardrobe. <laughs> the wardrobe. Yeah. You're probably the organ from the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. We cannot bring the sequel into this episode. Um, Okay, so so we do meet Lumiere. We meet Cogsworth. Love him. um, Who is like an uptight clock. Yeah. We meet Mrs. Potts, who is a lovable teapot, and her son, Chip. Yeah. Both very cute. Um, And they um, they serve her a dinner through a show stopping number that is Be Our Guest, which mm-hmm. to this day I think is one of the most probably referenced and known scenes in a Disney movie. Like, you could close your eyes. If you haven't seen a Disney movie and if you haven't seen this movie in 20 years, you could close your eyes and still see it in your brain. Yep. It is Does such that hold up? an exciting song. Wow. Like... Yeah, go ahead. No, it's just so good. You never get sick of it. I think I, like, work it into my conversations daily. Well, it's a broad... It's a Broadway number. 
Oh, like, a million percent. It is. It's an ode to old theater, old Hollywood. Also, like it, it that that song. I mean, they're all bangers. This they are really bang. Also, mm-hmm. speaking of Gaston's song, they're like back to back. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, personally, I think Gaston's song is my absolute favorite of the of the film. What do you? What was your favorite thing about the? Why the Gaston song as opposed to the other ones? Because this is Disney is making primary? fun of frat guys, <laughs> and yeah. this is never. And they're making fun of themselves and all the Prince Charmings and everything like that. And it's it's perfect in every way of how it, it introduces you to this character, boasts about him while also mm-hmm. making fun of him. It's so smart, and uh, it's it's something you never. You've never seen Disney movies before, even after. Yeah. Also, gay love song, right in the time for Pride. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) Blasted out the window. They have, oh, they do have, oh, the triplets do have different hairstyles, but they look exactly the same. Oh, yeah. We're uh, currently, for anybody who's following along to the age age (laughs) review in the podcast. I'm a uh, visual person. A visual person, visual learner. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Oh, and that's also in the Gaston song. I remember being a child and he rips open his shirt to reveal a hairy chest. Oh, and I remember it was it was a an earmark moment. I wasn't quite gay yet, but it was enough to be like, something's going on here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good for you. A stirring. Good for you. I love that. And then whenever he throws those eggs on uh, LeFou, I thought, I also have another addiction, and that's food. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, something that I noticed during that song, Gaston's gun is a trombone. Yeah, it's one of the classic old muskets. It is a trombone. It flares out at the end in a way that I have... How would you know where the bullet's going to go? That musket was... That's how a lot of them used to be. It looks insane. What, what? How it used to be? They would flare out at the end, like a trumpet oh. or a trombone. Like a trumpet. Which obviously is very bad for uh, accuracy, but um, a lot easier to like load the gun. Andy's home. Mrs. Potts is home. Cogsworth. And maybe a little um, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> He's flipping us off. So. so All right, yes. we'll get back to this. All right, so. Let me get back. Okay, we're being discursive. We're watching too much of the movie. We're not reviewing enough of the All movie. All right, sorry, sorry. God. I know. Five this is what it eggs. feels like to I'm not be supported. Learner. How many eggs do you think you could eat? Me? Yeah. In, In one, one sitting? sitting? Yeah. Probably two. Yeah. <laughs> I only I would max out of two. Sixty eggs is how many he eats a day. That yeah, and right. look at him. And look at him. It's paying off for him. I don't know. I mean, it's paying off for him. I, I bet he'd be so much stronger and better if he didn't if he didn't have 60 eggs. And that's a lot of protein. You have to fill up your muscles. Look at poor LeFou underneath the chair. He's trapped. Yeah, you're LeFou. Whatever. He plays chess with a guy, and he's losing, and he just knocks it over, and he <laughs> yeah. punches him. Okay, that is so hot. It's so hot. <laughs> Gaston is the coolest. <laughs> what if we were like? What if you grew up to really, truly, you lived in this town, and you truly thought Gaston was so cool? Mm-hmm. We're like three teenagers who truly think Gaston is like, he is so cool, he eats 60 eggs a day. And he, a lot of these are, are like, very intellectual songwriting people just making fun of, like, rural shit, too. Like, I use antlers in all of my decorating is one of the <laughs> lines. <laughs> what are your questions? 
Oh, so what are my questions? Yeah, I feel like you have questions that we haven't gotten to. Oh, we'll get to them. The we'll get to them at the very end. Oh, we're, the very end. Uh, yeah, we're still in the middle of the plot and because I said, you look keep Maurice watching is so the lost. movie as I. <laughs> Maurice is so lost. I'm just suddenly. I'm just pacing everybody. I'm telling everybody where we're at while we're talking about all, all this. Maurice at the, is. At the rate this podcast yeah. is going, they could watch the movie. <laughs> and I hope that they, we can accompany them in that journey. Right. Look at, I am gonna get back to the. I am gonna get back to the plot. And I also should mention that in my notes, I do have written down um, that age is the wardrobe, Garrett is Cogsworth, and Andy is Mrs. Potts. You did not have that written down. Prove it to age, me. Age, wardrobe, <laughs> Garrett, Cogsworth, and then I wrote Mrs. Potts because I would get the rest. That's fine. Cogsworth is brave. <laughs> That's fine. Cogsworth is pretty cool. Oh, He's pretty cool. He's very brave. Oh, so um, essentially then we get to the dinner scene where they all do um, be our guests. Uh, guest. so and eventually it leads to Belle... Um, wandering into the Forbidden West Wing and finding the rose and learning about the... uh, Does she learn about the curse here? Uh, No, I don't think... No, I think she does. She does? He tells her something and then he... He tells her later. And then she gets to go away. Because first he shoes her out of the room. He's like really mad. So he finds out later. She doesn't find out. she's, She's like, there's something up because this is a rose floating. It's truly floating. It's she's truly never seen magic before. And, and she's glowing. like, okay, cool. Okay, so this is something here. Okay, <laughs> so there's a whole wing of this castle that yep. is I pretty decrepit. In. I can't be in. It's forbidden, and there's a there's a, a rose floating in and it. Also, this room looks like it has suffered a, a rage attack. <laughs> Everything in here is torn apart. Pretty cool. Okay. So she's on to something here. She's on to something, and then out of the shadows comes the beast, who I guess is just and like... just, like, screams her head off, and she's like, oh, Well, bye. he gave her one rule. Right. Go to the West Wing. Go there. Okay. Go anywhere you want in the castle. Okay. Okay. Everything's yeah, open to you. Yeah, he gave his hostage <laughs> one rule, and the hostage Here. broke it, because I'm sure the hostage was like, oh, maybe this is my way out. Sure. That, 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 one, I am with you, but two... That was not the case. <laughs> she was literally like, there's no exit here. I'm just going into this. Okay, you she see a floating rose. rose. She just had the greatest meal of her life. And also, by the way, what fucking pressure to have to break the curse for 80 people? Like, yeah. here, no pressure, no pressure. I have a little job for you, Belle. Um, you do have to fall in love with essentially a grizzly bear. <laughs> and if you don't, we're all going to die as inanimate objects. Right. No pressure. Be yourself. Be yourself. That's so true. But, you know, Belle does end up having a good time. <laughs> Here we go. What's Here that we called? Go. Let's trickle through the plot. Where the hostage. <laughs> Stockholm. You're thinking Stockholm. Stockholm yeah. These doors are so tall. Oh, my gosh. Buddy, oh, the way. oh, my Buddy. gosh. The beast is going up to the wing right now, you guys. Just, oh, my. Wait, no, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're Can't right. That's wrong. She's correct. not coming down for dinner. That's question. the problem. I have a question. Yeah. This movie, b- people of our generation always make fun of this movie because it's like, oh, it's Stockholm Syndrome and XYZ. Yeah. Uh, the next part of the movie is that she does find a way out. She goes out into the forest. He follows her. He saves her from these heinous wolves, wolves. that are about to tear her these fucking wolves. ass up. Yep. And then she chooses to come back. Right. So is it still S- Stockholm Syndrome if she comes back and lives when she could have been like dropped him off at the front door and went. Well, well, he also lets her out later and gives her the mirror to just check on her dad. Oh yes, yes, yes. So yes. I don't think it's Stockholm syndrome at all. Like it starts out 
hostage situation, a very, you know, bad setup. But then I think it, it's all voluntary after that. I think it's two things. I think it's Stockholm Syndrome, and I think it's also not. And okay. I'm, a, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm someone who's capable of holding multiple uh, <laughs> thoughts at one time. Okay. And so, so I think it's both of those things. It, it, I think I it's think a nuanced, it's, complicated situation. And now that you mention it, I do think it – I agree. I think it is aggressive <laughs> – Aggressive traumatic Stockholm syndrome, but also not that at all. Also nothing. Also <laughs> totally calm, perfectly fine situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think and that she's, she's completely, completely head over heels in love with him, but also, also his never wants to see him ever again in <laughs> exactly. her entire life. So I, I mean, think it's complicated. You know, I think it's complicated, and I think I like think we'll need a whole relation- other episode to really break this down. All relationships. I mean, my that gosh. come from a hostage situation. Like, this is also leaps and bounds in terms of love for Disney. Like. Sleeping Beauty was a guy who never met somebody ever before. Sees a dead girl, just makes out with her. <laughs> or no, that's yeah, that's Snow hell? White. Sleeping Beauty is, hey, there's this passed out chick up in this tall room. Can she's been asleep Disney? for twenty five years? Go go fight at a it. Dragon. Yeah, yeah, fight a dragon and go for it. Is not as wholesome <laughs> as we think. It's some dark, dark shit. Just well, colorful. I do, I mean, of course we. Oh, I remember what that question is. Ask um, it for the love of God. No, we have to we get have to the to end. You keep talking. We're at oh, 30 minutes. I didn't realize minutes. that that was the game right now, oh that we're going through the plot fully. I described it to you three times. This is why Do you, you think don't. I was, don't I was eating chocolate. I know, I because listening. as we already discovered on this <laughs> Look podcast. At all the kids in the cupboard. <laughs> you can't <laughs> There's so many kids. You're so right. Look at They're all asleep. She has all the other kids except Chip in a coma. <laughs> And Chip is the only one that, that she thinks can take this traumatic, crazy situation. He's the only one that's breakable. This is what happens yeah. when we establish on the podcast that you do not support me. You do <laughs> not listen. <laughs> you do not listen to the layout of the podcast. I support you more than anybody. Start. I just will never pay attention. <laughs> you just said you can hold she multiple thoughts <laughs> in she your said head. To her three children on the way. <laughs> Disney World. I love you more than, but I just will never Let's pay get attention. Get lost. <laughs> okay, so this is important. Meanwhile, Maurice returns to the village and fails to convince the town folk that Belle uh, is essentially captured by the beast. Harpy. Hearing Maurice's statements about the beast, Gaston hatches a plan. He bribes Monsieur D'Arcueux. Is that how you think you say it, Devin? Probably. I probably. It's probably pronounced. Um, uh, Pontiac. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Pontiac. Why didn't I just say Pontiac? Um, essentially, what he does is like he finds the guy who, like, I guess controls the asylum. Controls the asylum, and what? Not only what a creepy, creepy, creepy. So essentially, he uh, Gaston goes to find the guy who runs the asylum mm-hmm. because they're going to try to convince the townspeople that Bell's father or er, is. Uh, insane yeah classic very small provincial town that has an insane asylum <laughs> yeah has an insane asylum and also <laughs> that works every time you're trying to get somebody in love with yeah. them. You, you you have their dad committed yeah however um maurice leaves for the castle to attempt a, a rescue alone he like gets away uh-huh. after sharing a romantic dance with bell uh or no after sharing a romantic dance with beast bell uses the beast's magic mirror to check on her father and sees him collapsing in the woods the beast releases her to go save maurice and this is where um 
Belle takes her father to the village, and a band of villagers led by Gaston arrives to detain Maurice. Belle uses the mirror to show the beast to the townsfolk so that they'll believe her father, and then they instantly turn on their heels, and they go to kill this thing. Right. Which... I can't blame him. <laughs> well, there are several fun moments in that scene. Like, oh, yeah. Gaston, he 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 gets Maurice, like, taken away in the asylum, and he literally goes to Belle, you know, I can make this all go away if you marry me. And it's the most weird blackmail, like, question. It, <laughs> it is insane. Yeah. It is truly insane. He's a great villain. Oh, my God. He's I a great him. villain, and but he, also, like, you know... Uh, pretty hot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love when Cockroach is stuck in the jello. If you don't stop <laughs> referencing the movie, people can't see. Everybody knows when Cockroach is stuck in the jello. What? It's green jello and he's upside down stuck in it. It's very cute, very funny. We all love it. Also, I wrote in my notes the beast must stink. You don't think no. he bathes? No. I'm sure he does bathe. Well, they do bathe so them before. They do bathe they bathe them pers- to, before pristine. the dinner. That's right. when I probably wrote down that note. <laughs> he must absolutely read. I don't think so. I'm sure he showers. Well, he's surrounded by lots of things without noses, so maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you think he takes a dump in the forest like a bear? No, I think the castle has like a similar plumbing system to all the castles had back then. What is that? Yeah, I have to look that like up. So if you ever go to a castle and you see like a long brick or like stone thing that's slightly jutting out that mm-hmm. looks like a tall column that's where people would poop in castles and it would just go straight down and that was also a place where assassins would like creep up there in the, poop? In the poop like in this like chimney of poop to try and kill somebody like a king or a queen cool. as they sat on the toilet um i googled castle plumbing and i just got a ton of plumbing services that are named like mike castle <laughs> so that's well, not gonna they make definitely it. didn't have indoor plumbing they just had how like, oh, this is outdoor? Like, in, no, that's like indoor outhouses. Imagine like a little a room in your stone castle that you'd go and you'd, you'd sit down like an outhouse. And then the poop would go all the way down and then somebody else would have to clean it. And it would, and it would go down outside oh, the castle. Oh, I am not trying to be funny when I say this. I do think I saw that in a Martin Lawrence movie. That movie where he goes back in time and he's a knight. Yeah. It's called Black Knight, Black Knight. Yeah. Long story short, my acting teacher in college was an extra in that movie. He was the one who like closes the door as as Martin Lawrence goes into, um, like I guess, lay the king's daughter or whatever. <laughs> like they have that weird scene where they're like, because of what you've done, you get to have sex with this woman, mm-hmm. and she's like, okay, <laughs> like I guess here I come. Oh, um, and he played the guy who like stood guard outside of the thing, and he said that once, uh. A plane flew overhead during shooting, and Martin Lawrence walked off uh, set for the rest of the day. (laughs) 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 That was not my story to tell, but I thought it was so Uh, funny. It was really funny. Uh, So the townspeople, they storm the castle. They come to find the... And you said you don't blame them, and I do. Okay, I'm going to put myself in the mindset of, like, a village parent. And we find out living just off essentially just out of town, mm-hmm. is a heinous beast uh-huh. uh, of the which I have never seen in my entire life. Yeah. Eight foot tall, right. uh, large enough to pull a tree from the ground. And I got children? Yeah. 
I'm going to kill the beast. Okay, the beast is out there minding his business. They don't know that. They How would they know? Because they they've never seen him mirror. before. They've never seen magic before in their, li- in their they've lives. Never. And now they see a magical mirror. I think you're giving yeah. people too much credit. See, that's where I, we differ. <laughs> I give people no credit. And I meet them where they're at. I think <laughs> Gaston's unending charisma also comes in like Harold Hill saying like... Thank you, Garrett. Thank you. you mean to tell me a hot jock with a fat ass is telling me we're about to go kill some monsters and we're not all on board? The greatest hunter ever. Uh, in pride. The I'm food already saying, I understand the dynamics going on here. I understand <laughs> how someone could be influenced in that way. I'm just saying... The beast has never entered into town. He's never, he's kind of just minded his own business. I have a feeling people will disagree with me in some way here. I just feel like you didn't know he, who he was before you saw him literally in a magical mirror. And now you're like going Actually, after the dude. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. Now that you mention it, I think I'd be like, what the fuck's up with the mirror? Exactly. <laughs> right, is that a TV? Like, I wouldn't where, even think there was a beast. Exactly. Be like, is that a, I'd be like, where do I get me one of these? Uh, Maurice and Belle escape and rush back to the castle to warn the beast. During the battle, the beast's servants fend off the villagers. This scene is so fucking funny. I was dying. There's a scene where they they knock down they knock down the front doors and all the villagers knock down the front doors and then there's just like what looks like an estate sale. (laughs) There's just all this furniture. (laughs) All the furniture barricades the door and they're not holding it too strongly and they're like oh wait a second Lumiere was like i have an idea yeah and they all just were like oh we all look like fucking furniture let's uh <laughs> pretend we're furniture that's <laughs> true that and it's all funny. lined up like on either side and they walk in they're like okay kind of cute a lot of good stuff here i'm gonna take some of this shit with me and then out of nowhere they all like attack, like, attack! Yeah. and then they all they att- they attack these people in the funniest way I'll fast forward so that you can respond to it on the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> oh, we do have to talk about this, and we'll put it in the right spot. Oh yeah, about the, the actual dancing and the CGI. There is a, there is a, right an iconic mm-hmm. scene as iconic as the um, be our guest, mm-hmm. which is Belle and the Beast dancing mm-hmm. in the ballroom. Mm-hmm. This is the Pixar technology in like one of the very first times it's ever used. It's called like yes. caps or something. Really? Yeah, and so it gives you this dolly or like um, this moving camera effect, which you have never really ever seen in an animation. This it film is better than Silence of the Lambs. It it's is so much better. It is so gra- much better. It's groundbreaking. <laughs> it is gorgeous. We the not only the but the ballroom itself very iconic. When we go to Disney, like Disney World in Orlando, you can eat in a restaurant that is modeled after this, and it is insane. Well, first of all, it's like the only sit-down nice restaurant in all of Disney World. Club? Uh, No, 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 no. It's like, um, I forget what it's called. I think it's called Be Our Guest. And you you walk up to it. It has like a fake castle in the background. It looks really big. Then you walk in, and it has like a fake storm happening outside. The Beast comes by like every 15 minutes like he has nothing to do. He also can't talk, so he oh. mostly <laughs> just he mostly just like well, a, a person comes out in this giant suit and then just goes, and then like leaves. That's and they game. also have a room. They have three rooms, so they have the main ballroom, which is this, which is where everybody wants to eat. Yeah. And then if you can't eat there, you try for the West Wing, 
and they have a room that is like the West Wing. It's tattered. It's torn. It's dark. It's so uh-huh. cool. It's scary. You can't see your food because uh, there's no lights on. And then they have a third room because for overflow because it is Disney World. So there's mm-hmm. so many people. But then sometimes you get stuck in the shit room. That's like just a room. No way. It doesn't, look, it doesn't look like anywhere. It looks like it could be a room that you have not yet seen in the castle. Andy's giving a thumbs down from over in the kitchen. It's not <laughs> good. It's such a waste. You could have done like, I don't know what you would have done. I guess like. I'd want my money back. Gaston's Pub. Oh, that would be great. That, that would be would really be cool. fun. They or like Maurice's House. Or Maurice's house. Inventions or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Or the library. Or the, the forest. Library. <laughs> no, the library is better. Oh, the library. Or the forest, No, though. the library is better than what you said. Okay, what about the library in the forest? Yes! But then there's a fire and the library burns out, so it's just right. the forest now. And they rebuild it every day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to the end of this movie. So, yeah, they walk in. <laughs> Essentially, it looks like an estate sale. It really does. Look at the, the coat rack. Soon. Except for Lumi, Lumi, there it oh goes, and this correct does it. Yeah, <laughs> some fun boxing. This scene is so funny. It is really funny. The pants like hit people in the head. Like, um, the I believe the wardrobe jumps from the second story at one point. And yeah, lands on someone. wait for it. That happens a little later, which would kill you. <laughs> would absolutely kill you. Yeah. Um, Gaston then attacks the beast in his tower who is too depressed from Belle's departure to fight back, but regains his spirit upon seeing Belle return. Okay. Have you ever been so depressed that you would let someone beat you to death in your own home? <laughs> <laughs> okay, a lot of telling silence. A no, lot of telling that's silence. A very, that's a very good way to f- have framed that, because that's exactly kind of what exactly happens. That's exactly what happens. Um... However, then we get to the end where he defeats Gaston, but spares his life um, before reuniting with Belle. However, Gaston, always the gentleman, fatally stabs the beast with a knife and falls to his death. The beast. He'll never give up. He'll never give up. The beast dies in Belle's arms before the last petal falls. Belle tearfully professes her love to the beast, and the spell is undone, reviving the beast and restoring his human form along with his servants and his castle. The prince and Belle host a ball for the kingdom where they dance happily. Now, I know I've spent this whole podcast talking about how absolutely hideous and scary the beast is. But I know what you're going to say. Let me say it. He is so much hotter as the beast than as his human form. That is, that is not what I think we say? all agree. We yes. all agree. It gets worse. Yes, and we're talking about this. Worse. Like this enchantress, like she did him a, a bad no. curse. No, this was a favor. Call her. <laughs> Call this her was a glow word. up for this guy. I don't, he looks yeah. heinous. He looks just. I think Disney. Ugh. Disney created this film, and then they got to the end. They're like, "Oh my god, we forgot the one last thing." He and, just looks like. And all of our animators are already on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> His hair is too long. Tom, you're good at drawing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can do this. He looks too much like Belle. He looks like Fabio. He looks like a, yeah, yes! a child's drawing of Fabio. Look at his lips. It's not cute. They're his weird. Lips, his lips are like a new, a naturally nude color. As and like, they're pointy. But he they're drawn like in. Neanderthal, like eyes. Like they're all, they jut out. 
Oh, the sound that just happened is and there's fireworks. And the castle is transforming back to its original form and everything's light and happy again. You're doing a better job with description, but remember they're also <laughs> don't know where we are. Yes, they do. I just explained it perfect. And then the other the other thing I like about this is as the the people start to be revealed from their um uh, their inanimate yeah. object counterparts, it's a lot of similar reactions as we had to the beast. Like you were cuter as an inanimate object. Like uh, for some reason, when Lumiere is revealed, okay, but uh, Mrs. Potts is cute. No Mrs. matter Potts is freaking cute, what, no matter what. But when Lumiere is revealed, I'm like, oh, creepy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree with that one. Chip, Chip looks good. And Cogsworth, when he's transformed, it's like not enough. Like it's I those agree. two more steps. Yes. I don't know where the wardrobe woman is. Gosh, that was an an intense kiss from a Disney movie. And then that is the end of the movie. On a scale of 1 to 10, how do we feel about it? The film? The film as a whole. 10. 10 out of 10, A+. 10 out of 10, absolutely the best one we've watched so far. It's absolutely one of the best films in Disney's... All of, all of their canon. Um, so we do have some we do have some questions that we like to ask at the end of the podcast. Um, first, we like to ask how Disney is this movie. So as we start to watch this, we are starting to see some trends that that make up the lore of a Disney princess or a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've compiled some questions that I'm going to ask. Do we have a young hero? Yes. 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 And that would be who? Yes, Bell. (laughs) (laughs) So we have a young hero. Do we have a hot dad? Yeah, Maurice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, definitely Maurice. No. Um, No, 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 no. I mean, Maurice, God bless him. I'm sure he and Mrs. Potts will be very happy together. Um, But he's covered in motor oil all the time. (laughs) We'll just say hot to me. He's a frantic. Okay, just hot to you then. Yeah. Um, Do we have an absentee parent or like an orphan factor happening to our main yeah, character? Yeah, where's her mom? Yes. Where is her mom? We never mention it. We, we never, don't know. We find it they in the live action. We talk about it in the live action, but I don't like oh. that. Well, wait. I haven't watched the live action because the really? auto the auto tune in Bell's voice. It's is, startling. Is so much. It's startling and it's off putting and it it's just startling. Um, do we have any animal sidekick? This time we don't. Philippe is minor. Philippe, something I noticed oh. as I started. And the footstool. And the footstool is the dog. But the neither are dog. sidekicks. No. The sidekicks True. are more the inanimate objects. Yeah, it's the, only Pocahontas. The pots, the, yeah. Or agreed, Moana. agreed, agreed. Yeah. So once again, something setting it apart from some, most of the other films. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have a gay villain? I mean. No. I mean. Could the beast is not gay. I don't, okay, no. Well, the beast, when, uh, Gaston would be the villain. Yeah. Do we think Gaston? What movie <laughs> were you watching? Um, the coolest guy in town, a villain? Who I tries to defend the so. town? Gaston and his whole thing is, I'm just in love? He, I'm sorry. He's I'm so sorry funny. he works out. He decorates with antlers. Uh, uh, would that be a villain? I don't think so. He you know that You know that coat he's wearing? That's military issue, my friend. <laughs> That's the troops you're you're denouncing. <laughs> um, and is he gay? I don't know. He's gay enough for for me. He's kind of gay mm. enough for me too. Right? Yeah. Well, in the live action, they make they explicitly like announce that LeFou is gay. gay. LeFou is gay. Um, LeFou's as gay as they come. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as the villain being gay, I s- let's not use that word. Uh, as far as Gaston <laughs> being gay, I I mean. He does give up three 
beautiful triplets who are very willing to have polygamous marriage exactly. with him yeah. for the one girl who has no interest in and, it at all. Good point. And in the in the town or in the song, they do say any woman in the town would be happy to be like married to Gaston, and yet he chooses the one unattainable woman, which that is straight out of the gay handbook. Yeah. When you're in the closet, you choose what you can't have, and then you are loud about it. Yeah. Hey, I'm in love with Carol, but she's got someone else. Also, That's why I'm alone. He also planned his own wedding. <laughs> his own wedding. Yeah. For sure gay. For sure gay. Yeah. When he falls into that puddle, he's ass up. <laughs> For sure gay. For sure gay. For sure gay, dude. <laughs> his he manager, bites. Uh, his, his chest hair comes into a perfect heart on his chest. Dude, it's so gay, yeah. dude. So gay, man. So gay, bro. It makes Thank out God. the asylum One guy. for us. <laughs> One for us. <laughs> I do love the talk about how stupid he is left and right. And then he knows the word expectorating. Like, I'm especially good at expectorating. <laughs> that was always a word. I never even remember that. Okay, what's your next question? And then the last, uh, uh, two questions, or two more questions. Um, Does the villain have two idiot sidekicks? One. One idiot sidekick here. I'd say the townspeople are the second (laughs) second idiot. Okay, check. (laughs) And then last but not least, do we have a magical item that sets the whole story into motion? We have like a million of them. Well, I would say the magical item would be the rose. Or the looking glass, too. We have two magical items. Or all the inanimate objects that are human beings on the inside. Or that, like, furnace invention Maurice has (laughs) that is like a Swiss army knife of household appliances. (laughs) (laughs) So, all in all, well, go ahead, Garrett, with your comment. Well, I was going to say, I think we had a lot of, like, boxes checked there, but I would say it's actually... An anti-Disney Disney movie. Go on. A little bit. Especially, I would I would agree with you, especially in the sense of, like, what has come before them at this time. Like, this was very much, like... I think it's a response to a lot of these things. Ooh. Uh, and, that, and it's, like, commenting on it. Let's unpack that. Let's unpack that. Let's unpack that. I think it's commenting on it. Can we make space for that? Yeah. So that we can unpack it? Can I hold... But then I'm can we not go too far saying. in case we need to repack it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I brought ribbon. I mean, everything about this, the hero is the young female um, who's rejecting the her whole thing of, like, a, a young, handsome mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and she's, she's like, I, Honestly, I like, love books. I love learning. Rejecting marriage as a concept. Rejecting mm. marriage as a concept. She comes for from sure. uh, sure, poverty. Um, her strength is her intelligence. Mm-hmm. Her strength is her intelligence. And not her beauty, even though she has both. Mm-hmm. Brin- uh, and they Gaston, talk about it incessantly. Yep. Who's the hero in every other film? Uh, in every other story they make, he's the villain. I okay, guess. you're making valid points, and I'm kind of on board. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then we have one last uh, bit that we like to do on the show. Uh, well, it's kind of a twofer bit. Um, one, do we have any hot people in the movie? Which I think we've already <laughs> discovered. Multiple, we've discovered multiple, so we could skip multiple. across that. Um, the other thing we like to do is we like to rate the looks. Okay, so first we have the iconic, the iconic classic um, blue dress with a white apron for Belle. Can I make a point? Absolutely, you can. So I think Belle probably has more iconic looks than any other Disney princess. One million percent. Yeah, she has her blue and white kind of peasant outfit, if you will. And her peasant outfit is better than most other outfits. Most of the outfits, (laughs) yes. It's iconic, it's beautiful, it's simple, it's chic. And And she's accessorizing with a basket. With a basket to put her damn books in. (laughs) Yeah, she passes up all the food. (laughs) Cut to you walking down the streets of L.A. (laughs) with a full basket. (laughs) 
a full basket for all your belongings. For all Somebody's my belongings. like, well, she's uh, where's my phone? Oh, let me check my, my basket. basket. And also, we have her. Okay, okay should I t- list her iconic looks? No, no, no. We're gonna go through one by one. Okay, so on a scale one. of one to ten, the the first look is ten. Ten. Only Fudge because. Off. Well, wh- no. Th- I mean, well, what's the scale in you terms? You know what's coming. It's great. Exactly. Okay. I mean, this is this is a beautiful, that bow. simple outfit, that but it bow. is not. It is not. I feel like. What is the look of Belle? There is something else I have to mention, and we and I'm only doing it because we saw this. I wrote it in my notes, and I completely forgot to say it. There is a moment in this town scene where a woman is trying on hats in this store, and the shop owner rips her wig wig off. off, (laughs) Right here. (laughs) It's pretty fucked up. Oh, she rips it off. She rips it off. And that I like. Okay, she's just like, I don't care. And also there's a meme where she, like, where Belle turns and it's, um, what's his face from the wild thornberries? Yeah. The shopkeeper looks a lot like him. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's go on to the next look. Okay, so we have We could rate Gaston's look if we want. A hundred. I I don't need to. hundred out of a hundred. out of ten. hundred out of ten. Can't do a thing wrong. He can't wear clothes wrong. He can't. If anything, wearing clothes is his only wrongness. (laughs) <laughs> those gloves. Those I like are the cool. gloves without like a shirt underneath. Yeah, I do like the gloves for no purpose. For no purpose. Other than to play They're his for hunting. His trumpet gun. Okay, and she's got simple flats on in this intro scene with her iconic outfit. Okay. Okay, so now we're moving to what's next? We're gonna move to her next look, so which I believe might she, be oh, the, oh, the green. Oh, here we, we go. Have a here green we go. dress. So this, this is this forgotten is, about the most. Right, and it's not particularly iconic, but it is what she sees. No. What she's wearing when she sees the library, I believe, right? Exactly. Correct. So she's wearing essentially like beautiful. Um, it suits her, the green. A beautiful like uh, corset bodice dress with puffy sleeves. Puffy sleeves, but then fitted. The rest of the sleeve is fitted. Green bow to match. Bows do not sit in women's. In my hair, at least, like that, ever. I, d- I don't know if I've ever seen a bow hold its structure. Right, that's what I'm saying. Um, I'm it unties gi- or slips out. One out of ten. I'm going to give it a six. I agree. It's Better it's than nice. neutral. But right. I, I have ne- I, It feels like this is the first time I've seen it because it's that forgettable. Yeah. Well, I think it's just completely outshone but by all the others. But this library is a look. Yeah. So it's also, like- this library is unreasonable. It's yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> In... I don't know if it's the like the sequel or or the it's the, the musical movie. what the Christmas movie the Christmas movie where she teaches him how to read oh, and I'm so upset it's not in this one right mm, I just no. connect I'm so fucking stupid I yeah. just connected the dots that the Christmas movie does it take place within this movie no right does he turn back into a beast. Oh, it does take place within this movie. Okay, it does. And it's good. We like it. We have fun with it. One time, we disagree because I... I oh, pink pink outfit! Um, pause it soon. But uh, the Beast is a well-educated aristocracy. He has a, the massive library. He would know how to read. Yeah. Oh, I, uh, that's he's what I this, hate. He's been in this castle for ten years. He hasn't figured but out, like, yeah. maybe, what else is he going to do? Maybe, maybe... Maybe his eyes changed when he became a beast. You know, maybe sh- he doesn't have the same vision. Maybe he doesn't. He can't read up close. What's that? Wow. Maybe Whoa. you will do anything to defend a toxic <laughs> boyfriend. You will do anything. You will jump over hurdles. I'm just trying to think of all possibilities. I think I'm just trying to see this from all sides. Worse than the two. I do not like this pink outfit. I'm yeah, not a huge pink fan. 
I don't uh, even know. Of the singer, do, yes, of course. But do they even show the whole thing? It's like I think it's just here. It's I like just a love hoodie. the flouncy sleeves, but yeah, I'm not into this pink outfit. Yeah, I do love the beast look here. The beast has a nice turquoise suit. Suit. Her outfit. Oh, but the Christmas cloak. Here we go. Okay, let's take a moment. Let's take a moment. Please take it away. Age, take it away, please. The winter cloak is so nice. (laughs) It's like this burgundy color. It has a fur trim. She wears the hood up. It is so, so nice. I am going to... 10 out of 10. I'm going to burst your bubble a moment. You hate it. No. The, the look we just shit on right. is this look. It's, it's this underneath. Look no, it's cloak. underneath. This is the cloak is on top, and the cloak is really the, special. I mean, without the cloak, it's all undone. And then she has this mischievous look behind the tree where she's like, you know what? I'm going to throw a snowball at him. No. I'm going to make an effort. This is a great look. It's a great and look. And it's a great look because, I mean, because of the cloak. Yes, 100%. This cloak is, is stunning. It's better than the previous cloak, which is a more casual. This is like a winter, a special winter Christmas cloak. Mm-hmm. It's really beautiful. They're on a date. This they is a are. date cloak. They are. This is absolute. And she has like different makeup on here, too. She has like fuchsia lips. Herbie loves it, too, which is why he's wiping his ass on the carpet. <laughs> Uh, one out of ten. Whenever he likes my outfit, he does. Whenever, every time I leave, I know I look good. When he wipes his ass because on the carpet. Because Herbie, what, he scoots his butt on the carpet. <laughs> okay, so we love this cloak. I, 10 I out say of 10. It, it, the cloak, 10 out of 10. The whole outfit, 8 out of 10. I'm going to say cloak, 9 out of 10. Whole outfit, 8 out of 10 as I'm well. Gonna see, I'm going to say cloak, 10 out of 10. Whole outfit, 10 out of 10. Just to fuck you guys. Okay, perfect. Let's move on. And here we go. Oh, okay. And now iconic. Iconic. Yeah, I will take this one away. But I also just want to say that quickly that, that that winter cloak is like iconic look number two. For okay. Sure. okay. I think that she's known for that. And now, of course. I think before you move on to this one, yeah. I think for Halloween this year, we should sew uh, all of Belle's outfits that reveal into one another. Yeah. So you rip off the blue peasant look yeah. and you're in the hood. You yeah. rip off the hood. You're in You're this in. golden yellow this. ball gown. Okay, so we are now on the... Um, well, you need to show me the top of her. Oh, okay. Because it's kind of frozen. With the and also, <laughs> the listeners can't see. Right. So <laughs> we're at that, the scene where they're dancing to de- together, Beast and the Bell. The Bell. <laughs> the Beast and the Bell. And she's wearing this golden yellow ball gown, off the shoulder sleeves, like a fitted top, and then there's a huge, poofy ball gown bottom. That's mm-hmm. like, what do you call that? Like draped kind of? Draped uh, material? Yeah, I guess it's like a draped, and like, or, or a, I think people would say, like, um, tuft. I, I have no idea. I have no idea either, but, and she's also wearing that thing in her hair that I've never seen exist in real life. It's like a circle barrette that holds a bun. Yeah. Um, and this, and her golden gloves. And we know this is an iconic look. We love it. We love it. I mean. It's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I don't think there is a more iconic Disney all gown or like princess dress princess look no even I think you're princess right. look in general but cinderella is up there but i think Belle i is don't even more think so Prin- I cinderella think is just that light blue thing yeah and i think you'd recognize it but like when you see like if you saw a light blue this is the question if you were going to someone's prom if you were at a prom and you're seeing all the things you see a girl wearing a big poofy like light blue gown you don't think cinderella you don't think cinderella but when if you see, you see gold, a giant golden yellow you think Belle. honestly if you see any golden dress you, you kind of think bell even if it's fitted in half the size yeah. you think you're bell in 2021 also a great dress for brunettes yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> so one out of ten 
<laughs> Absolutely. A ten. This is this is the Disney look. Oh, I thought you were rating it one out of ten, and I agreed. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, I would say one, one out of ten. I would say great. Yeah, but I would say ten out of ten for sure. Ten out of ten. What do we think of um uh the Beast? Ten out of ten. He the Beast is wearing so, a tails. a coordinated uh um blue and gold royal blue with royal gold blue trim. and gold coat. Um, with tails, yeah. tuxedo tails, mm-hmm. uh, gold trim. He looks phenomenal. He looks amazing. His and hair they compliment each other. Yeah. God, God bless and them And he both. compliments the midnight sky. The, yeah. He really does. I mean, this compared to, she wears this for a scene. Mm. And, and you remember it for the rest of your you life. You remember it for the rest of your life. Jasmine's very, like, iconic two-piece mm-hmm. thing. She wears that the entire goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh Ariel's part fish, so you'd remember that. But yeah. Jasmine does have a outfit change when she's like Jafar's hostage. But yeah. Yeah. And then that's a hostage. What's the other people? like Pocahontas? Is, like everyone else is like that's what they wear the entire film. This yeah. is just a yeah. scene that shows you how much of an impact. That so of yeah. all of her outfits, like three are iconic out of like five. That's pretty impressive mm. and pretty mm-hmm. good. I would say three out of four. I would say the dress that we all dumped on. Um, we just didn't see it without the cape. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Well, thank you so much for reviewing this movie with me. Thank you for having um, us. And th- you're welcome. And you know what? Anytime. I'd love to have you both back. Oh, I would love I'm very to busy, talk. but I yes. would just, I would love to talk more about movies. Um, do we do the live action next? Well, we're here to support. Only. Thank you all so much. Thank you for <laughs> tuning in. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Once again, that is thetridentnetwork.com.